Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new episode of the Maze Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Macente, and I'm so excited to be here with all of you. Our episode today is very special. We will focus entirely on DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, mentorship, and coaching with a special guest, Paula Moyo from United Kingdom. Paula is a self-made, open-minded, and eclectic future-focused professional who truly embraces her passion, advocating for a change of perception and recognition of the admin profession. She works tirelessly alongside a like-minded global network of professionals to raise the profile of the admin profession in today's demanding market, and she's determined to break the barriers. She likes seeing herself as the 3L woman. She was born in Angola, in Rwanda, raised in Lisbon, and adopted by London for work. She worked for more than 15 years at BBC, BBC World Service, and she got the BBC News Award for her outstanding contribution to the company. Today, she works as a C-suite EA at an international company in the finance industry in London. In 2016, she worked as a consultant in a professional training project for EAPA in partnership with the prestigious academy BAI in Luanda in the creation of a co-design course for admin profession. She's a mentor and a coach because in order to promote and raise the profile of the profession in Angola, she's mentoring, she's creating a lot of sessions in order to grant the access to the people that want to embrace this profession. More recently, she became the founder of Moyeno Lusofonando, a project that has its primary objective to train professionals and provide excellence of service and empower future admin professionals across the globe. What a pleasure to meet in person Paula when I was in London and please enjoy our conversation. Hello Paula, how are you and welcome to the Maze podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Marco. It's been a pleasure to to finally meet you because we only meet met uh, we only met digitally, yeah. and this is our first time. And what an energy! Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, and actually, we are recording this episode live from your uh, home in London. So, what a pleasure to be here with you and uh, uh, to make this podcast happen finally all together. So, uh, Paula, I already shared with the audience a little bit of your background and a little bit of your experience. And you are an experienced executive assistant with more than 30 years uh, of experience in this profession, actually, with a multicultural background, having born in Angola, raised in Lisbon and adopted by London. And, And as your career brought you to London, actually, how this multicultural background helps you to raise the bar and engage your stakeholders in your role? <laughs> That's a huge question. Thank you. Um, well, um, I, I usually tell people that I've got um, a path of three L's. Yeah. Uh, which is Luanda, capital of Angola. Yeah. Lisbon. Yeah. 
and London. Yeah. So I'm the, the three L's lady. Um, Amazing. It's it's incredible, all these cultures, because even though Poch Angola and Portugal have the same kind of uh, cultural nuance, um, we it's still different cultures. One is African, one is e- e- European. Yeah. Uh, as you know, Portugal uh, colonized a, a few uh, countries in Africa and Angola wasn't one of them. But for me, uh, having been raised and uh, 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 out of my completely comfort zone, I didn't know that, that then, back yeah. then, but being able to adapt and adjust to new places and a new um, culture, uh, uh, the same language, but still, it's a completely different climate, for instance, um, different mindsets, uh, propels you yeah. in a way that you don't even imagine when you are living it, yeah. you know. I imagine. Absolutely. Uh, so, um, having moved uh, around and uh, believing that having an open mind uh, can actually you can learn so much from from what you absorb yeah. from different cultures, from yeah. different uh, uh, mindsets, from different people, from different ways of working. Of course. You know, one of the things that I was told when I came uh, first into this country was, oh, we don't, we cannot do uh, uh, secretariat in here. You can be, you cannot be an assistant in England because they do, um, it, it's, an, it's a different way. And I said, how can it? be so different yeah you know an assistant is an assistant it's a mindset of course it's a mindset you know of course you've got the 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 the, the process and procedures uh, that you have to follow as in any profession but being an assistant is is something very poetic yeah i think in a way i'm very passionate still 38 years on yes I'm i can see it of course very passionate about my profession yeah and so it's um, um it, it opened having this this background this adaptable background opened my mind to to be curious yeah about uh, uh, different worlds and uh, different cultures and to be curious about different ways of working and be um uh, there's a, there's a word um, eclectic eclectic in terms of you know accept yeah what comes your way yeah and eventually you will blend in eventually you will bring your your stance to 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 the to the table yeah and things will adapt and adjust yes of course uh, i'm totally inspired by your words paula thanks a lot for sharing and uh, i'm passionate about communication and i'm passionate about cultures so i really see myself in what you're saying and let's see something that it, it is important and let or to let also our audience capture our first takeaways from these first questions so having such a kind of open-minded mindset and be open really helps help you and it helps you you know to break some stereotypes you know not just related to the profession but related to the lives um, and uh, I would say that uh, stereotypes are very huge problems, actually, in our workplace, right? Uh, to be labeled or uh, to think that uh, some things are standard and we are not able to think 
uh, um, other creative ways to do things, right? So mm-hmm. being able to break stereotypes, being able, you know, to be open and being able, you know, to navigate uh, in our landscape, uh, even though this is blurred, um, it helps you to, you know, be the be the person that you are today. Do you agree? I totally agree. I mean, stereotypes is something that can be so limiting, yeah. isn't it? And one of the things, and I actually have to mention this, my previous, I work in a family office at the moment, yeah. but my previous um, uh, job, um, I worked as a, as a PA to the control of languages uh, at the BBC. Yeah. And these languages, the BBC then had 28 language services. Yeah. And so this is a community of about 1,500 people, 1,400 people. And um, it is a complex mechanism. It is a complex um, platform to to manage uh, and to... To, to, to absorb and to, to be able to relate to to build relationships yeah and so if you have if you don't break stereotypes we all have stereotypes yeah all of us no yeah, one yeah. is above um, anyone in the, in, in that uh, yes. respect it, it belongs to humans uh, exactly say. exactly but breaking stereotypes as you go along in life will help you to understand the, the the world around you will help you to understand um how uh, how to to accept the differences that you have because i always say it it is so much bigger what um uh, makes us closer than what divides us yeah so the differences are manageable yeah definitely mm. thanks a lot for these insights uh, paula i really appreciate your contribution and uh, i'm sure that uh, here, from the beginning, the audience will treasure this episode as I will. Paola, with such a background, you are also a champion for DEI and you are advocating for that. Uh, can you please share with us a couple of initiatives that you are running to highlight your commitment for this matter? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Very good question. Um, Marco, before going into the initiatives that I'm involved in, uh, I, I really would like to say that it's 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 in the daily actions, mm-hmm. it's in the overday intentions, uh, the, the to include and to belong. Yeah, uh, it's on the calling people, and actually the call. I used to use the word call out people who who don't behave or who have a behavior that it's unacceptable towards others who have who are different from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jenny Garrett. And Jenny is um, a mentor to me. And uh, one of the things that Jenny does is or did was to create an executive coach and leadership directory. Yeah. Okay. In in the UK. Yeah. So it's a massive database of coaches for, from diverse background. Yeah. And I think um, it's it's an important initiative. It's an important step. Yeah. In terms of um, having these people available for for people who are equal to them. Yes. Uh, But Jenny, Jenny uh, uh, used the term call in. Don't call out people. You call them in. Yeah. Because sometimes people don't 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 are not aware of how they affecting others. Yeah. And so you call them in and say, actually, I saw you addressing this and that. Can you please? uh, Do you think you 
you made you feel included or do you think you made you feel you know inclusive yeah uh, and and i think calling people in rather than call them out because that is a kind of a shaming thing and i agree with that so i changed my landscape of wording yeah. of vocabulary and that is actually more open yeah so people don't feel called out called out they feel called in called in and and also included yeah. in the conversation yeah and also this is an ongoing process for mm -hmm. all of us either for people like me who are advocates for champions yeah for professionals in 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 diversity yeah. but um uh, uh it's it's a continuous work for ally allies yes. who can actually by uh, standing by by those from different backgrounds and actually uh, help and and call in people who are having different uh, attitudes of uh, discrimination yeah. or racial discrimination or all sorts you know we i think the aim is for us to accept each other yeah. in all our differences yes. in order to work together because it's as i said earlier it's so much more what brings us together than what divides us i love that yeah i totally agree with you and uh, so thanks a lot for this introduction and uh, i really agree with you and uh, it's uh, um, amazing to see you know the initiative that uh, it was a directory uh, and it, i mean uh, the feeling that you have in order to stand for what you believe uh, and the dei mm -hmm. are such an important value and i agree with you that we need to pursue it right uh, in our daily uh, actions but one of the things and i, I forgot to, to mention yeah. the directory was from jenny yeah one of the things that i actually am involved yeah and i was involved and i i have to mention this yeah at the back of george floyd's uh, assassination um, Julie, uh, Lucy, uh, yeah. Brazier got in touch. Yeah, and I had already had a conversation in one of the conferences. We need to do something. We need to do something. Yeah, and then she uh, reached me over lockdown, and she said, "Paula, are you still? Do you still want to work on on that project?" And that happened. Yeah, and so she contacted a few people. I contacted a few people, and we all bring brought together this report with recommendations for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah, I I like to add belonging because if you don't feel that you belong to a space, then the diversity, equity, and inclusion doesn't matter. Yes, doesn't, you know they don't meet together. Yeah, I need to to feel that I belong to a place in order to flourish and in order to be myself. Self, knowing that I'm accepted, yeah. you know, and, and knowing that being different or not, being myself is enough. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. And uh, it is uh, so important that you mention, you know, the sense of belonging because we need to belong uh, to a community as humans, right? Because it's something that really can make the difference. Uh, uh, let's deep dive a little bit in your initiatives because you, I know that you are running a big project, right? Uh, you create, you, you are writing a newsletter. So if you want to share with our audience uh, mm -hmm. such a kind of uh, initiative uh, mm -hmm. that you know can 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 make the difference, yeah. uh, uh, because I would like to let our audience know that uh, there are some tools available, right, uh, for diversity and inclusion. So what is uh, the, what is this newsletter all about? Oh, the, the newsletter is is 
is is diverse. It's, yeah. it's, it's not just about diversity. Yeah. The newsletter is directed to professionals, yeah. assistants or not. I like to say that it's for professionals who think who really who my my content resonates with them. Yeah. And you can. I think our profession is very uh, transferable. All yeah. the skills in our profession are very transferable. Either communication coaches yeah. trainers yeah you name it you yeah. you can just transfer all the skills that you have as assistants executive assistants and and the the the, the sky is the limit really. yeah um but um one of the things that that i do with moirenos of nand which is a platform that shares content for assistants yeah for professionals and uh, I, I, I would like to, to say, to think that in somehow I influence, I mentor yeah. and influence uh, professionals around the world. Yeah. But mainly in the Lusophone Africa, which is the, the niche market that I dedicate myself to. I started in Angola, yeah. my own country yes. of origin. But then you've got Mozambique, you've got Cape Verde. Actually, I'm going probably down to Cape Verde later in the year. Yeah. You've got uh, Portugal, you've got Guinea-Bissau, and you've got Brazil as well. Wow. You yes, know, you've got Brazil. Santo May Príncipe is a very uh, small country as well in Africa. Uh, which we, I don't have much interaction, but I'm trying to, to find them. my way. Yes, and to build your bridges. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And this is very important. So I wanted to, um, I want you to share that all of these, uh, you know, relationships and bridges that you are building across uh, uh, the countries, uh, across uh, all around the world, because uh, you are such an incredible example of commitment in this kind of uh, uh, values and these kind of matters. So uh, I wanted to highlight this uh, to let our audience know, right, that uh, um, Paola is also uh, an incredible woman that you know is committed to pursuing uh, uh, incredible values uh, and uh, uh, to to help professionals because you are also a mentor and you mentioned that uh, to help professionals to uh, raise the bar, you know, and uh, to be the best they can be. Always, yeah. always. Um, I think um, living a better world for the next generation yeah. that is my not just the next generation but also sharing what you know and what your experiences were in order to to help someone who might resonate with whatever yeah. i share so the newsletters are one of the things uh, um, um i also do conferences in the, the countries that um Moyuen is connected to so angola Cap Verde, it's my main connection. Yeah. With Portugal, I have a collaborative uh, relationship. So the Association for Assistance in Portugal, uh, uh, we collaborated. We did an interview last uh, last year and a half uh, with uh, the University of Aveiro um, uh, in Portugal as well. We collaborate. We're working on a project at the moment. And... Um, it's it's these spikes of energy and innovation that you can share that, uh, about the profession that we are all so passionate about. Yeah, yeah. That is 
so important for me to leave a mark. Yes. And if I can, and it's important also to for me to tell you, Marco, that um, uh, our platform is uh, non-profit. Yeah, yeah. So everything I share, it's it, I don't I don't I don't charge. I don't yeah, yeah. make any profit out of it. With Lucy Brazia, we also get some digital um, entries for the uh, global executive support global. And um, so we've got all these relationships and all my audience, all my, my niche market, really, the one I deliver my content, uh, mainly benefits from my relationship, from yeah. the relationships that I build yeah. in, in, uh, from this side, from London. Yeah. And um, you don't know how much I feel, how much, how much gratifying it is to how, how gratifying it is to um, get a message from from Angola or from Cape Verde or yeah. from Portugal saying thank you for being so inspiring. Yeah. And thank you because all you do is just to provoke that person, to provoke that curiosity and to say, you can do it. Yeah. If I did it, you can do it. And then it the, the world explodes. Yeah. You of know? course. The world, the world, just the possibility. Yeah, yeah, is behind the corner, so we need just to see it, right? Exactly, the possibility just. Yes, pushes. yes, it's amazing. So thanks a lot for this contribution, Paul, and this actually uh, gets me to my next question mm. about mer- uh, uh, mentorship and giving back. Mm. So you are so committed to providing uh, uh, your legacy to future generations, and uh, uh, you believe in that. So you already mentioned this topic, but let me ask you directly, why do you believe in your legacy in this and how your legacy can bring an added value to future admin professionals? Well, I think we all mentors. Yeah, in a way. That's it. I think we all mentors. Once a, a, a kind of um, a focus more on, on the mentorship itself, like me, and others just do their jobs and and I, I kind of drink from the sources of people yeah. without themselves knowing. Yeah. You know, and this is this is what I hope I can do to other to the next generation, to other professionals around the world, the passion that I, I have in order to elevate, to share, to contribute yeah. for the, 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 the growth of the profession yeah of course and not and i cannot stop myself but mention the the world alliance yeah of course which is such a platform where we all get connected yeah and through that to develop work that is important so the report for the diversity the diversity report that we produced is is, is a resource in the World Administrators Alliance. Yes. Uh, uh, and together, to be able to build this culture yeah. of equality. Yes. Professionalism yeah. and passion. Yeah. I totally agree with you, Paul. And this is amazing, right? Uh, believing in that uh, is the first step in order to make this happen. Mm. And uh, you are a real example of that. So thanks a lot for sharing. Mm. Uh, let me ask you um, my last question because uh, uh, it's more focused in our days 
we passed through the pandemic and uh, it was a, a challenging period, right, for all of us. Did we get the positive lessons learned from the pandemic, in your opinion? And if you have ones, why? I think we are very much alive. We are very much and more than ever passionate about what we do and the value that we bring to the profession, the value that we bring to the, to the table, not just as, a prof- as professionals, but as individuals. Yes. And as individuals, I bring the responsibility of advocating and champion for diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that is a, a, a contribution, an individual contribution. It's a choice that yes. you make as an individual. I think we all have that responsibility to to advocate yeah. and to champion diversity. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, this is something uh, uh, that we can underline, right? Uh, and this is uh, uh, something that uh, we saw and we are seeing, uh, right, nowadays, uh, mm. after the pandemic, mm. uh, m- more than ever. Mm. So thanks a lot, Paula, for these uh, insights, for this uh, contribution. I really will treasure this episode with you, uh, as, the audience, as the audience will, I'm sure. And uh, what to say, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks Thank a lot you. for your av- uh, availability. It has been a pleasure to speak to you and uh, wishing you all the best and looking forward to meeting you again. Why not in Italy or in the next conference? Because I'm sure that you will be there. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.